Hello and welcome back beautiful mamas to the more of me podcast. I am Sandra your host and in this episode we talk about how to make 2022 your year queen. It starts with believe so let's get right to it. Hello mama welcome back to this little I guess it's going to be a mini series where I will walk you through how to make 2022 your best year yet. So the first lesson begins with a question. When I say 2022 can be your best year yet, how does that make you feel? What are the first thoughts that pop into your head? Are you thinking to yourself, hell yeah, 22 is my year and feeling excited? Or are you thinking, I've heard that before and it's never my year and feeling annoyed and ready to click off this episode? But wait, before you go, if you're planning on leaving, then let me just tell you that you are exactly the person I made this episode for. Of course, it's also for the people who are excited to learn and to take action to make 2022 their best year yet, but they're going to make this their best year whether they listen to this episode or not because they already believe that 2022 can be whatever they say that it can be. You, on the other hand, need some help, girlfriend. Why? Because you've got some limiting beliefs that are blocking you from even thinking that there's a possibility that 2022 can be your year. Before we move on, let me explain to you what a limiting belief is. A limiting belief is a state of mind, conviction, or belief that you think to be true that limits you in some way. This limiting belief could be about you, your interactions with other people, or with the world and how it works. Have you ladies ever heard someone say, not everything you believe is true? I heard Dr. Joe Dispenza say that, and I was like, heck yes, that is so right. Our beliefs are what they are because of our upbringing, what we heard, what we saw when we were little, and what we continue to see in media, in books that we read, and all of that. And they're formed from our past experiences as well. So if 2022 was really hard for you and 2021 was hard for you, then what do you think you're expecting for 2022? If you're expecting 2022 to be hard for you, then therefore it is going to be hard for you. You get what you expect. So how do you know if you have limiting beliefs and what they are? Limiting beliefs show up in so many different forms, such as I am statements. How many times have you heard someone say, or you yourself have said things like, I'm such a busy mom, my house could never be that clean. They can also follow a but, for example. I wish I could be as fit as that mom, but I don't have the time to work out. Does that sound familiar? Uh, It does for me. (laughs) Here's another one. If I had a partner who helped out more, then I would be able to take better care of myself. These are examples of how limiting beliefs can show up in our self-talk or just a normal day-to-day conversation. But limiting beliefs can also show up as a pattern that keeps repeating itself in our lives. Are you guys ready for a story? I know a mom who has three kids. She first got pregnant in high school when she was 16 years old. The relationship with the father didn't work out. He pays no child support. He never sees his kid. And now, 16 years later, she's dealing with her teenage son who's acting out and getting into trouble. Now, there's also a little bit of mirroring um, some of the limiting beliefs that mom has with her own son, but 
that's a topic for another day. But she also has a second son from another man in which the relationship didn't work out either. He's more responsible than the first dad, but she can't seem to get along with him either long enough to model a good relationship for her son, even though mom and dad are not together. You can still get along even though you're not together. And if you listen to the long distance parenting mama episode, you'll hear how this works. This mom also has a third daughter, also from a different man, and like the first, he pays no child support, doesn't see his daughter, and can't have communication with mom without it being up in a fight, ending up in a fight. Now, do you see a pattern? I'm telling you this story not so you can judge her, but so that you can see what a pattern looks like in someone else's life. It's hard to see patterns in our own lives without us doing some intentional analyzing of the past few years. Now, let me ask you something else. Is your income the same as it has been for the last few years? Then let me be the one to say that there's probably a limiting belief around money that's keeping you from making more money. Limiting beliefs can show up in so many ways, mama, and they're hard to identify without the help of a coach or a therapist or even just a really good, honest friend that is going to tell you things for your benefit and not just to judge you. I listen to clients and friends tell me about an area they're struggling with, and I see the limiting beliefs right away, but for them, they're not apparent. You know, releasing a limiting belief feels like a sore muscle that you've had been dealing with for a long time, and you know, sometimes it's in the neck because it's a little bit of stress, but then you finally go get a massage, and the massage therapist works on it, and the soreness goes away, or the tension goes away. You know, sometimes releasing a limiting belief can feel like a weight has been lifted from your shoulders. It can affect your posture. It's different for everybody. Okay, so we've covered what limiting beliefs are and how they can show up in your life. And before we move on to some practical, you know, steps that you can take to eliminate li- eliminate limiting beliefs so that you can make 2022 your year, I want you to really understand how limiting beliefs are hurting you. When you truly understand the cost of not yanking limiting beliefs from the root, then it will be easier for you to stay on track. Now remember that as humans, we run away from pain quicker than we run towards pleasure. So knowing the painful truth of holding onto your limiting beliefs will definitely light a fire under your ass. And yeah, sometimes we need that. (laughs) So I told you the story of the mom who has failed relationships. Now, I don't know for sure what her limiting beliefs are because I haven't worked with her personally, but from speaking with her, you know, I do know that she desires to have a healthy, thriving relationship with someone who values her and who supports her and her children as well. However, From my coaching experience, I have learned that some of the common reasons that women can't have successful relationships is because of lack of self-worth. It's a form of self-punishment, and it can also be a form of self-preservation, among so many other things. Like, you can only know until you start talking to the client and digging and digging and digging and asking the right questions so that you can know exactly what that limiting belief is. 
So their lack of self-worth maybe came from when they were little and their parents or teachers didn't praise their hard work in school. So they began to create a story that no matter how hard they worked, it was never enough. It was never enough. And as they grew, they brought that sense of not enoughness to their relationships where they attracted partners who didn't value them no matter how much they did, no matter how much they tried, no matter how much they gave up. This man just didn't appreciate them. For these women, no matter how big the desire to have a healthy relationship is, if they don't work on their limiting belief, attracting the partner of their dreams is next to impossible. So in this case, the cost of not dealing with a limiting belief is not having a partner by this mom's side. You know, her limiting beliefs are literally acting as a repellent to what she wants to have, which is a healthy relationship with a partner that supports her, that loves her unconditionally and loves her kids. Now, I don't know what area in your life you're desiring to change, but if you've been wishing or praying for things to change for a long time and nothing has, then chances are you have a limiting belief. I'm sorry. I know. It's the hard truth. Okay. So now that you know that you have a limiting belief, how do you get to the root of it? The answer is you ask questions. It's as simple as that, but also not as simple as that because not just any question is a good question, but you really have to have questions that dig deep into why you do what you do, think what you think, and act how you act. Typically, these are questions that make you uncomfortable to the point of almost annoying or even offending you. And you know why they make you feel this type of way? Can you guess? (laughs) Because they're touching an exposed nerve. It's an open wound that hasn't healed, and in order to heal the wound, you have to tend to it. And this is uncomfortable. Like, no matter if your wound is the size of a paper cut, when you pour alcohol on it, oh my gosh, it tends to hurt more than a bigger cut, doesn't it? I mean, am I the only one? Anyway, let's say you realized that your limiting belief is around making time for yourself as a mom. Let's do a mock session of what getting to the root of your limiting belief may sound like if you were to do this on your own. This is not what it would sound like if you were doing it with me or with another coach. So if you were just to do this on your own, you would first start out with a question directly dealing with the limiting belief you discovered. For example, why do I believe that I don't have time to take care of myself? Answer, because I'm always busy doing it all and I have no help. Question, but does it all have to be done today and by you? Answer, no, it doesn't have to be all done today, but I am the one that has to do it all. Question, why do you feel you have to be the one to do it all? Answer, because if I don't do it, then it won't get done. Question, have you ever let anyone else do it? Answer, no. Question, then how do you know it won't get done? Answer, uh, I guess I don't. I just know if I don't do it, then it won't get done right. Question, so do you prefer that it's done or that it's done exactly as you would do it? Answer, both. <laughs> Question, so what's more important to you? The fact that it's done or the fact that it's done right? Answer, the fact that it's done. Question, what is keeping you from asking for help? Answer, I don't want to bother people. Question, what makes you think asking for help will be a bother? Answer, 
Well, whenever I would ask my teachers or classmates, they would roll their eyes and look annoyed when I didn't understand the concept being taught and they had to help me. Question, so is it fair to you that you're still giving away your peace to people in your past? Answer, no. Question, do you want to continue feeling stress and pressure to do it all, all of the time? Answer, no. Question, what's the worst that can happen if you ask for help and then someone rolls their eyes, looks annoyed, and helps anyway? Answer, uh, I guess the thing will get done. Question, and what's the worst that can happen if someone you ask for help rolls their eyes, looks annoyed, and says no? Answer, then I'll have to do it. Question, is there any other person you can ask for help? Is there someone you can hire? Answer, yes. Now, I could keep going and going and going with questions, but I really just want you to see that sometimes the limiting belief you start out with isn't the actual limiting belief at the root. You know, she thought that she didn't have time for herself uh, as a mom, but it really just comes down to, I can't ask people for help because they're going to be bothered. They're going to be annoyed with me. Sometimes core limiting beliefs disguise themselves as other emotions or other beliefs and unless you really dig and dig and dig, you won't be able to find the root cause of why you think the way you do. And I also want you to see that in this mock session, the person who believes they don't have time to take care of themselves is really seeing other possibilities instead of being blocked in the belief that she's the one that has to do it all, all of the time. I know it might not make as much sense right now, but the more that you start doing it, the more that you start asking questions, you're going to be able to really just uncover all of the layers. And, you know, like I said, this might get a little bit of uncomfortable, maybe even a little bit annoying, um, but it's one of the ways, one of the best ways that I have found and other people have found that they can get to the root cause of what the hell is going on you know why do i think this way why why do i even act this way or why does this keep happening to me that's another question you know um writing things out is one of the best ways to purge that that's like it's it's the best way to purge that which isn't serving you and is really just making you ill so whether you do the mock session above on a notepad or you sit down and free write you can get to the root of the problem so you can make this your best year ever. So that's my first tip for you. Just write it out. I promise you writing it out makes such a big difference. My next tip is that if you're finding it hard to do this on your own, get help. Hire a coach. It doesn't have to be me. Just find someone who aligns with your values, who you identify with, and who you feel safe with. My next tip is to see it. Close your eyes and picture you having the best year yet. What does it look like, feel like, smell like, taste like, and sound like? What do you do in 2022 that makes it your best year? How do you dress? How do you speak? When you can start to believe that it's possible, then you begin to shift things that in turn will make it possible. But you have to do some of the dirty work first, like blasting those limiting beliefs back to where they came from. Because otherwise, no matter how much you wish for it, no matter how much you desire it, no matter how much you want it to come true, it's not going to happen because you haven't really worked on the root of the problem. If there's so many weeds in your garden, how can you plant roses? 
Finally, I want you to share your vision for 2022 with someone you know will encourage you and keep you on track. This can be the coach you hire, your spouse, your mom friend, your high school bestie. I I mean, I don't care. Just share it with someone you know who's going to support you. And if they're extra special, they'll even keep you accountable. That's it for this episode. It was a short one. But I want you to do the work on limiting beliefs for the next two weeks, which is usually the amount of time it takes to unlearn old patterns, learn new ones, and integrate them into your daily life, and see a few results. I'm telling you, it takes about two weeks because hmm, your girl has been there. So I'll see you back here in two weeks for another solo episode that will make your 2022 your year, queen. Much love, mama. I hope you enjoyed this episode, that you found motivation, encouragement, and even some hope in there. If you learned something new, which I know you did, please share the podcast with your friends on Instagram and tag us at more of me podcast. I love seeing you ladies enjoying the podcast, of course. And if you want to be extra, then leave us a review before you go. This will help other moms find the podcast and hear all the inspirational stories these mom queens are sharing. As always, see you all next week for another episode. Much love, mama.